Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. We come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. This show is brought to you by an organization, a small but mighty organization, been in business about 15 years. We're headquartered right here in the Inland Empire. The organization is called Million Kids. And we do work all across the nation, but we do a lot of work concentrated right here in Southern California. Our organization is committed to keeping kids safe from predators, whether it's extortion or sex trafficking, online exploitation, uh, child sexual abuse materials, whatever it is, we're involved with it. And we've been doing that for many, many years now. We actually uh, have trained well over 700,000 people now, a couple of books, a, a movie. If you're looking for a good movie to rent on Amazon, iTunes, or Apple TV, be sure and look up Sextortion. That's the combination of the word sex and extortion. Sextortion, the hidden pandemic. It'll, um, it'll certainly open your eyes. Well, January, every January is... National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. So I'm spending most of this month doing a continuing show from last week where we talk about the reality of human trafficking here in the Inland Empire. And I meet people all the time. And I remember when I first got involved in it, I go, seriously? I mean, where? Who? How bad is it? Uh, what's it look like? What do I do about it? Uh, can I help somebody so they don't get traffic? Well, I will tell you that traffic is a lot more trafficking is a lot more prolific than it once was, and especially in California. California is always the number one state in the nation for the number of cases for human trafficking. And right here in the Inland Empire, Empire. <laughs> Right here in the Inland Empire is really a hotbed for trafficking for many, many reasons. But I will tell you that I have been doing this business now for about 15 years, and it is just getting a lot worse. In fact, people say, you know, how do you do this all day long? And is it getting any better? No, it isn't getting better. And there are many factors that keep it from getting better. Number one is the people that are making the laws up in Sacramento. Uh, they passed a bill, SB 357. I think not a radio show goes by that I don't bring that one up because uh, it was sponsored by Senator Scott Weiner and it was signed by our wonderful governor up there. And uh, it is, in fact, a real law. And that SB 357 rewrote the uh penal code for the, uh, defining loitering for soliciting for street prostitution. At the time, I said it was going to be a disaster. Uh, I have no desire to brag that I was right. It is exactly how so many of us, not just me, you know, thousands of people protested this. We sent in, I myself was online when that, that bill was uh, going through and uh, it's just a very sad bill because it makes it so law enforcement cannot intervene. 
And so what you're seeing is a significant increase in the amount of people who are being trafficked by human trafficking, whether it is sex or labor trafficking. So I want to first tell you the difference that there are four major factors that are causing this to increase. Let's start there. Number one, the change in laws, so it makes it harder for law enforcement to intervene. That's the number one. The number two is the fact that we have a whole lot of homeless people. A homeless woman is a trafficked woman. I remember working with a victim of trafficking, and she was homeless. And she said, I never realized till the first night I was homeless that you can't sleep at night if you're a woman that is homeless because you will be raped. You will be uh, violated. And, you know, think about that. Homeless people need money. And now that we have rewritten this penal code, people come to them and say, you need 20 bucks. This is what you do. On top of it, we have an open border. And most of us, unless you work in this business like I do, you do not realize the really in-depth impact having an open border has to do with the amount of trafficking taking place in your community. It is, it is absolutely significant because for many reasons, one is that many people who are trafficked owe money to a coyote. And, you know, some of them are put out to steal and do retail theft. That that is a well-known fact that many people now that are that are been brought in by a coyote will be put out for shoplifting. Some of them put out for uh, drug growing. Some of them are put out for commercial sex to pay back that coyote. On top of it, many of the unaccompanied minors are enrolled in our schools. And that means that kids that go into schools that owe money to a coyote will either be out there getting the money back by doing commercial sex or recruiting our kids to get the money back through acts of commercial sex. Some of them are labor trafficked. We just had a good sized case out of Valamonte of kids who were brought in and put out on a chicken ranch. I didn't even know they had them in El Monte. I'm like, I had to read that. Are, are you sure that isn't like Coachella or somewhere? But no, it was over. And they were big commercial ranches that were putting out chickens to some of the biggest grocery stores out there. And they had 12, 13, 14-year-old kids undocumented working, not getting paid and being treated badly. So, so it can be all kinds of situations. It can be things like uh, massage parlors where literally people are brought in from China. So they are uh, input out in a massage parlor for commercial sex. So there's a lot of different ways that people get trafficked. Now, on the one hand, I want to tell you that I don't believe that trafficking is just absolutely prolific and you're going to encounter it every time you go to the store. Unfortunately, it is uh, more difficult to understand and see victims of trafficking, and it's also difficult to help them because all too often the people that are trafficked them are really not nice people, and you want to be careful about getting mixed up in it. So over the next couple of sessions here as we talk together, I want to just kind of share with you how all of this works, how people get recruited 
how they get sold. But I want to start off by saying that there is a difference between smuggling and trafficking. In smuggling, you pay a coyote money, they bring you in here, they let you go. It's not a popular idea, but you have broken a law, but you are not a victim of trafficking just because you were smuggled in. However, if they bring you in here, and I'm talking about coyotes at this point, and they don't let you go, and they say, I need some more money, or I'm going to hurt your family, or I'm going to hurt you, that is coercion. Anytime you have force, fraud, fear, or coercion, force, fraud, fear, or coercion. So you may have been smuggled in, but now they're demanding more money or they're going to hurt somebody, either you or your your family. That's coercion. You have gone from becoming basically someone who has broken a law to becoming a victim of trafficking right here in the U.S. Now, many people that are trafficked are U.S. citizens or they come in with the correct documentation, either a work visa or a student visa. So not everyone who's trafficked has come in without documentation. And not everyone who comes in without without documentation ends up being trafficked. So I want you to understand the difference in the two. It becomes trafficking if you have force, fraud, fear, and coercion. So let's say that you're 19 years old, you think you're really hot, and you want to do commercial sex, but then somebody comes along and says, you're not making enough money, I need you to make more money, I need you to make enough money to help me pay the rent, maybe that's your boyfriend, and all of a sudden that's coercion, or you're not free to go, or they're going to threaten to harm you. So force, fraud, fear, and coercion takes you from being an independent provider or someone who came in without documentation, but the minute the force, fraud, fear, or coercion goes in, you become a victim of trafficking. And it is our role working with the Human Trafficking Task Force to be able to assist these people, help them get out of this life, and to be able to return to the life and be a whole and healed person. And that is some of the challenge that we have each day. My name is Opal Singleton. The organization is millionkids.org. We serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Human Trafficking Task Force, and it is break time, so stay with me. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside, Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590, The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of 
MayanKids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one-of-a-kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two-inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at, and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton, and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, the answer. So I'm looking at my notes here. One of the things I want to define for you and give you the legal description of what makes human trafficking trafficking. It isn't necessarily about movement. That, and that actually surprises a lot of people. They think that you have to be moved from this place to that place. Not necessarily at all. It is uh, the legal description involves compelling or coercing a person to provide labor or services or engage in commercial sex acts. Now, these are the adult definitions, okay? So you can start out deciding that you want to provide commercial sex out there and you are not a victim of trafficking as long as you're an adult. You become a victim of trafficking if someone comes along and either threatens violence or uses violence. They threat you, threaten you, they take your money, uh, they put you in debt bondage. And this is just really a heartbreaking scenario. What do I mean by debt bondage? So uh, let's say a girl comes over, she comes in legally, she has a, a work visa, she's come in from some town in China. And the next thing you know, she is put into a massage parlor in your community where she is forced to provide services all night long. That young lady, first of all, probably borrowed the money to get here, but she is also charged for everything that happens. In other words, she's charged for the ad that brought people in. She's charged for the facility. If she's taken out to somebody, she's charged for the driver. And she's charged for everything about her, and she does not get the money that she earns. So what happens is many of these people think they're coming into the U.S., and they're going to earn a lot of money and go home very quickly and have a good life. It doesn't work that way. Once they get here, they cannot get free. 
And so the organized criminal enterprises will hold them because you owe me money. And then when you are out earning that money, they don't let you have the money you earn and they charge you for everything that happens. So you will never get free. You'll never have a zero balance to your debt. And this is the reason why they call it modern day slavery is these people are literally are literally in indentured servitude. How big is it? It is very hard to determine numbers. We have some older numbers, but I think they're just absolutely uh, not even workable. They're from like 2018. These numbers went up dramatically once we changed administrations who had a different attitude about what is going on at the border. Because many of these young people that are being brought in here think they're going to get jobs and make a lot of money and then send it back home or, you know, have the American dream. But it doesn't always work that way. So I want to give you some ideas about how all of this works. It is a hundred and fifty billion dollar enterprise. So this is about money laundering, using people to make money. You know, we know Organized crime, they make money by selling drugs and by selling guns, uh, but they also make a lot of money by selling people and, and forcing those people to pay for all the overhead that goes on. So it is estimated by the attorney general's office that it's about $150 billion for organized crime. And so this becomes all about money laundering. The International Labor Organization estimates that there are almost 25 million human trafficking victims worldwide at any given time, 16 million in labor trafficking and 4.8 million in sexual exploitation, and then another 4 million that are put into forced labor. Now, I'm going to contend that those numbers are low, and I believe they're low because of technology. Think about think about what's going on with all of these people coming across their border. You know, they may be living on five or ten dollars a day in their country. And they say, you know, if I I'm a welder, I'm going to make five thousand dollars this year, ten thousand. If I can get to the U.S., I can make sixty thousand. And even if I only go for three months or six months, I'll make enough money that I can support my family. But that whole story is fraught with all kinds of wrong thinking because there are a lot of people along the way looking to take advantage of those people who want that dream. And so they charge them at every turn. And so I saw a number, I can't get my hands on it right now, but I saw a number that was something like, um, uh, 89 billion. Now, don't quote me on that. I've got to find the source for that because I don't like to quote unless I know all my sources. But it, it caught me by surprise, even though I live and breathe this world. It was that was the number that the cartels have made in the last three years by smuggling. You see, think about how cartels make money. They they do fentanyl. They do drugs. They do stolen guns. They do all kinds of things that go on where they can launder the money back home. But the smuggling business itself over the last three years has become infinitely much larger. 
And they charge people when they leave their home country. They charge people when they get to the next country. They charge people when they get to Mexico or Canada. And they charge people to cross the border, and they don't quit there. We do not see busloads of coyotes going home. In fact, they live and breathe amongst us. And that is the reason why I keep saying many of the people who are coming in are lovely and good people. I know some. Uh, not that have come in recently, but I know some that are here. But many of them are being controlled by coyotes. This is the reason you see people standing around on the street corners selling whatever they can sell. And now with the change of the law, they're going to be selling themselves. This is about making huge money for the cartels because they owe money to a coyote. And the coyotes are part of the cartel. I've been reading uh, about some of these kinds of things and about just how big this uh, dollar amount is that they're making and just at the border of bringing people in. Now, that isn't the only kind of trafficking we have. I mean, we have things like massage parlors. Have you ever seen one of those massage parlors in your neighborhood? Look around you. You know, they're not hard to spot. Now, we're not talking massage envy here. Okay, Massage Envy is a, a a good massage company. I am not against a good massage, trust me. I'm one of the first, you know, this is stressful business. But watch out for those places that have, you know, the door opens on the side of the building or the back of the building, and they have kind of unusual hours, and they're all closed off. And it obviously doesn't look like it's a normal thing. They're they're promoting happy, happy feet kind of thing. And you will see if you go in and talk to them, which I don't recommend. Uh, but they'll have uh, they won't have the normal supply of uh, uh, brochures like you might get at a, a normal uh, massage place. It'll be closed off. It'll be a high male clientele. If you see that in your community, you should report it both as a non-emergency saying, you know, it just looks suspect to me and it needs to be checked. Same kind of thing. If uh, you see something like that, you can also turn it into code enforcement uh, because all of those need to be regulated. It isn't just massage, by the way. It can be a skin care. It can be a the contour things that are out there, it can be all kinds. I saw one in an aromatherapy shop. It can be a variety of kinds of businesses that are the front for this kind of thing. And we've had many of these right here in our area. I share that with you because if you're thinking about going in and uh, procuring the services, you need to understand most of the people that are in there are not in there willingly. Neither are they going to receive the funding that is paid to them. These people are abused and trafficked people in many of these cases. Now, I'm not against a healthy massage company. I want to make that very clear so I don't get sued. I want people to understand there is a healthy massage business out there. But you can pretty well tell which ones are and which ones aren't. And they need to be looked into because there are people in there. They'll get moved around. The the young ladies that work there are usually moved back and forth between various massage companies about every six to eight days. And, you know, the whole idea there is that they do most of their business at night. So most people who are being trafficked are female. 
And that's not true when we get to social media exploitation. More of those victims are male. But actually put off for commercial sex, most of them are female. And many of them have come into the United States legally with work visas and student visas, but were tricked into providing commercial services because they owe the family back home. This is Opal Singleton. I'm going to ask you to stay with us. We're going to be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. So we've been talking about foreign national trafficking. And uh, I do that because there's just not enough information out there for people to understand that there are many people that get trafficked on our property, our, our communities, in our areas that almost never, ever get identified. The most common kind of trafficking that you will hear about is when our kids get mixed up in it. And it is just absolutely heartbreaking. I This is where I came in along about 2010, 11, 12. Do you know that about 60% of girls that are recruited into commercial sex are recruited by another girl? That is called a bottom girl. Well, it isn't really what they're called, but this is a family show, so we're going to call it that. And uh, this is a girl that works for the pimp, and her job is to recruit. And so you look at the people that have ended up becoming victims of trafficking and you say, how does that work and how did that happen? They seem smart. Many of them are extremely attractive people. And you think, how did this happen? Well, I want to talk about a little bit about what we call domestic sex trafficking. That is when kids in our community end up being trafficked. Well, the first thing I would tell you is that in domestic sex trafficking, first of all, the law says that if you're under the age of 18 
and you're engaged in commercial sex, you are automatically a victim of trafficking, period. You don't have to prove anything. Nobody has to say anything and like that. The way that trafficking uh, traffickers find their pimps, excuse me, I'm, I seem to get that all garbledly gooped here. Uh, the way that trafficking works is that pimps often will recruit and they'll recruit either through social media or at the mall on a dating site, something like that, or through someone they know. And it, it, there's some elements about it. I wrote a book quite a long time ago. It's still a good book and a good one to read called Seduced, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. And uh, you'll often hear me talk about this kind of thing because it'll be a girl who isn't very sure of themselves. And it's almost always girls, although now with the LBGTQ community and the Grinder app, uh, a lot of them are using the Grinder app. And that's G-R-I-N-D-R. There is no E in it for what it's worth. Uh, but they have geolocation uh, software on them. So your girl or your guy goes online on, let's say, a dating site or a hookup site, and they will be connected to the people who are closest to them because that is how many of these apps work. And they start to hook up. Sometimes it's on apps like Whisper or MyLOL. A lot of times it's on dating sites. And so who are the perpetrators? Well, the bulk of them are connected to gangs. But the problem with that is that gangs are changing. It isn't like we used to see them standing around on street corners with their boombox. <laughs> Most of these kids wouldn't know what a boombox was. But that used to be in the old days before social media that you could identify them. But now most of them, many of them don't even have a lot of tattoos and you will not be aware of what is happening. And they use social media to recruit. So they'll often go on dating sites or hookup sites or apps and start to uh, talk with people. And they'll, the gangs will use their 16 to 24 year old guys and these girls hook up with them. They think they're going to be have some wonderful boyfriend. Uh, nobody sees it as a long-term kind of detrimental thing. Everybody's just kind of flirting and having a good time. And the next thing you know, they're starting in a relationship. And all too often, they'll be turned over to a gang and be initiated by a gang. Other times, it looks like a boyfriend where he begins to say things like, I need you to help me out here. You know, I just need to pay the rent. I'm about to get a job. And, you know, would you do this for me? If you love me, you would do this for me. And pretty soon, this girl's life has changed. She's gone into from being a, someone who is in a relationship to being somebody who is controlled, who has been greatly violated already, who has... Uh, she will blame herself. It's very much like domestic violence, where they blame themselves for what is happening. They try harder to please the person, but the, almost always they will begin to move these girls around and away from the area. One big sign that this is happening is they'll start to carry multiple phones because the various phones are connected to the various sex ads. 
that are out there. You might start to see bite marks or bruise marks on this girl. Maybe a cigarette burns. Maybe her hours change. She's not coming home as often as she did. Or she's starting to hang out with people that you're not fond of. I wanted to share with you a case that was back east that I thought was interesting. Um, this headline said, and by the way, all of these are on Million Kids on our Facebook page, Million Kids Facebook. And also we have a private Facebook page called Million Kids Supporters. If you really want to get trained on this stuff, ask to join Million Kids Supporters, and we will uh, post a lot of these on here. In this case, uh, he was a North Carolina man trafficking a Texas girl across the country uh, and locking her in a shed, uh, may have met her through online video gaming, according to the missing person flyer. And it goes on to say that he's uh, his name is uh, Jorge Ivan Santos. He's charged with a slew of child sex crimes, including uh, statutory rape and human trafficking. He uh, took a girl from her home in Dallas, more than a thousand miles away, over to North Carolina. Deputies found her. She was locked in an outbuilding where she was being forced to live. There's a missing person flyer going around for her and people were looking for her, uh, especially uh, the evening of March, leaving her family's apartment wearing a hat and a particular image on it. She was engaged in gaming and a family reported a suspicious message in the gaming account. So somebody knew how to go in and get involved in her gaming account. This is what I mean by social media. They go in these chat rooms and it looks like your new best friend. And when you're 13, 14, 15, you you love to flirt. You're looking around to see who likes you. The thing that makes you most vulnerable as a victim is if you're looking for someone to either like you, support you, take care of you, or make you feel special, because that opens the door for all kinds of people to come in. And that that was hard enough in person, but now we have social media. And nobody can find exactly what these people are like that they're talking about. Surveillance video near the girl's home led police to suspect um, that a a vehicle that they had seen was registered in his name in North Carolina. So they were running a lot of these security cameras in the neighborhood. By the way, those security cameras are worth their life and, and their weight in gold because it was those security cameras that saved a girl's life right here in Riverside who had met someone online and he ended up coming in and killing her whole family, her mother and her grandfather. It was the fact that the neighbors had security cameras that helped them catch that particular perpetrator. Uh, The deputies learned that he had uh, locked her up in a shed. He worked at a window and door manufacturer until recently when he got fired. Uh, She only came inside to shower and eat. Uh, she never went into the shed and had no idea the sea. She never went in, had no idea what police were looking for until they completed a search of her property. This is the person that owned that particular house. They knocked on the door. They took me outside and told me I could I couldn't go back inside. This is the person that owns the house. So he's renting a house. He's taken this girl from Dallas to North Carolina. Her family has no understanding whatsoever how all of this happened. It happened on a gaming site. Uh, he was a long distance truck driver as long as as far as everything else, I believe. And he picked her up and took her 
and uh, held her hostage in a shed. I share this with you because this is exactly the way that these kids get involved in human trafficking. They never expect that it's going to happen to them. And in fact, that is exactly the hardest part of my job, both with parents and kids. Oh, mom, I'll know if I'm being catfished. That's I'll hear it and hear it and hear it. You won't know when you're about to be catfished. On top of it, it starts out looking like a relationship that you want because you're unable to understand just how serious this is going to get. And they will begin to to take advantage of you. In this case, uh, he held her hostage. In many cases, they will take you off and uh, put you out into commercial sex and sometimes trade you back and forth to other people that are doing commercial sex. So it's a very challenging kind of thing. That is how human trafficking works here in the U.S. is with our kids. It almost always starts out looking like a relationship. They then get uh, seduced. They get groomed is the word. And the kid will have no understanding how dangerous their life is about to get. It is break time. This is Opal Singleton. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16, I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at three o'clock on AM 590. The answer. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best custom service systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of million kids because she cares about young people. 
but she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. AM590, the answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes and Technology. Well, now, I wanna, now that I've delivered all the bad news, I want to give you some good news of what you can do to make sure that you bulletproof your child so they don't get seduced. And that's really the part of the job that I really, really like. I have studied this stuff for 14 years. I've seen so many cases that just make your heart bleed. And I say to myself, this does not have to happen. So first of all, if you're interested, you might buy my book, Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. You can get it at Amazon or a million kids. But what I share in that book is to understand the idea of grooming, because that's exactly how it happens. I have seen case after case after case where a young girl actually seeks this guy out. And I say to myself, if they had any idea what he looked like in real life, would they really have sought him out? Because he looks like a creep. They'll go on to a site like uh, Instagram and tattoo sites. And, and you fall in love with this idea that you fall in love with love, if you will. And that's what happens when you're 12, 13, 14 years old. So talk with your kids. I think part of what needs to happen is to start to define with your children what makes a, a healthy relationship and what makes a scary relationship. Now, how much do you really know about this person and how much do they know about you? That is the first thing right off the bat. Because what happens is that it's electronic flirting and it seems harmless enough. But our kids go into these relationships with the same heart as if they're dating the kid down the street and they don't really know that person. And so a lot of times mom and dad will see this coming on and you start to get in that fight, that tug of war back and forth. And and he's whispering sweet nothings to her. And you're saying you're grounded, clean up your room. And I don't like your attitude for what it's worth. And you get in that tug of war. When a parent gets in a tug of war with a fantasy, they are going to lose. The key is to sit down and embrace your child and let them know that they can talk about anything. You met somebody. What do you know about them? How old are they? What do they look like? Do they have a job? How much older are they than you? Can you Google their background? I mean, if they can tell everything about you, you can tell everything about them. Is that their real name? How did you meet them? If they're trying to get you to send a photo, pay attention. If they're asking all the questions and you're doing all the answering, pay attention to that. If they want to meet up, run, baby, run. And I, I would say this to, to uh, adults as well as kids, because what will happen here is that they spend a lot of time grooming that child, letting that child believe they can have everything they want in their life. 
And that's exactly why they don't get along with you. You're giving them restrictions. You're saying, no, you can't have everything you want in life. And he's over there going, oh, yeah, you know, your folks are creeps. And especially if there's a divorce in the family, it is so easy for a predator to come in and go, hey, I'm sorry your dad wasn't there for you last night. I'm going to take care of you. I'll be there. Okay. I get that your mom's boyfriend's a creep, but I'm. it's going to be different between you and me. And that's exactly what they do. And, and you can pay attention to it and see the grooming. The name of the game is to begin to ask questions. How much do we know about this person? Who is he? Where does he live? Does he work? Does he go to school? Has he had other girlfriends? Has he been married? Yeah. How much older is he than you? Uh, you met him on a gaming site. Really? Where does he live? And just because they live in another state does not make her safe. Okay, or your young man's safe because these guys, as you just saw in the Wynack family case last year, they drive out here and and they can cause harm. So you need to take all of these online relationships very, very seriously, because I can give you hundreds of stories, probably thousands of stories where people have engaged in these online relationships, especially if they are young and tenderhearted and easy to seduce. The most likely victims of trafficking are foster kids, homeless, runaway and pregnant kids. That's because their needs are greater. And so that makes it easy for for predators to come alongside and say, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, you know, uh, we'll buy a house together, I'll get, uh, we will get married, doesn't, doesn't really happen, but they say it's going to, and start to provide them with all the dreams they all have wanted in their life. But any child, any child can be a victim of trafficking. And it has to do with being willing to allow other people to make those big decisions in your life or to coerce your child into believing that they are going to come along and give them everything that you're not. This is a hard, hard place in this society at this point. But trafficking is very real, whether they're coming in from uh, south of the border, whether they're coming in from China or Russia or Nigeria, whether it is our very own children. It has to do with taking a perfectly good human being and through force, fraud, fear, and coercion, either putting them into forced labor or forced commercial sex. And in most of that time, the victim does not get to keep the money. I never thought I would see it as prolific as it is today. I've been doing this now for 14 years, and it is because of the new laws, because of technology being able to reach right into our kids' bedrooms, uh, because of the open borders that is taking place, because we have a huge homeless uh, population, we now have more trafficking in Southern California than we have ever had in the 15 years that I've been involved in this. So is it getting better? No, but we can get a lot smarter in how we handle it, especially with our own families and our own children. So if you think you know someone who's being trafficked, you can call your local police department or you can report it anonymously at 1-888-3737-888. Let me, I surprised you with that number, so let me give it to you again. one 888 
877-937-3788. Now, that is not 911. They take millions of calls, but you can report anonymously. If you see a house down the street that you think uh, might be doing illegal pot grows or maybe they're holding people in there, uh, that are being uh, trafficked somewhere, especially if they're uh, being held by the cartels before they're being distributed. Don't feel free to report that to your police department or your code enforcement. So here's what I want to share with you. Talk to your kids about it. Kids don't want to be violated, but they are looking to us to equip them. And we say, well, I don't want to traumatize my child. If your child is on social media, you better start talking to them about social media exploitation and human trafficking. They are going to learn it, and some of them are going to learn it the hard way. So we cannot put them out on the World Wide Web and pretend that none of this is happening. It is happening. Much of the time, it's happening right down the street from us because of all the factors that are going on. But I also know that the way a person is not being trafficked is you know your values. And it is never too late to sit down with your children and identify your values. Write them out together because a kid who knows who they are and what they stand for is going to be a lot less vulnerable to some creep they've met online that we can teach our kids, you know what? I want to be somebody. I want to go somewhere. I want to do something good with my life. And I am not going to allow some creep I've never met online or some some, uh, gang member or some cartel to get in the way of my being successful. And it is that kind of dialogue that we sit down with our kids. I am absolutely adamant about believing at this point that for families that sit down and write out their values together are stronger families and raise stronger kids that are less likely to be recruited. Well, my name is Opal Singleton. The organization is called millionkids.org, millionkids.org. I appreciate each and every one of you that send donations to our company. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We live at your grace and mercy. And uh, we appreciate each and every donation that you send our way that allows us to be able to do the work of of actually being involved to combat this, to educate against it, and also to arrange to be able to get assistance to somebody who is being either uh, blackmailed online or maybe being trafficked. I hope that you'll take this week and take time to put your arms around your family this week. Let them know how proud you are of them how much they mean to you. It is the way we are strong together. We'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock on AM 590. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com.